Support for the National Party is the same as it was election night, according to a new poll, but one of its support partners has taken a dive. The One News Varian poll shows National still holds 38% of the party vote, while Labour has nudged up 1% to 28%. Support for ACT has dipped to 8%, while New Zealand First is steady on 6%. The Greens got a slight bump to 12%, and Te Pāti Māori is up 1% to 4%. Labour leader Chris Hipkins has taken a dive in the preferred Prime Minister stakes, tumbling to 15%, while Christopher Luxon is on 25%. Also making an appearance in the preferred Prime Minister stakes is Green Party leadership hopeful Chloe Swarbrick on 4%. Our Deputy Political Editor Craig McCulloch joins us now. Craig, at this point in the election cycle, what is this, a measure of popularity? Kia ora, Lisa. Yes, the first one news variant poll since the election. It's that first finger in the year um, from either TV station. What it is showing is effectively... Not much has changed since the election. In terms of the seats, we're looking at Labour up one and Act in New Zealand first down one each. Everyone else is basically where they were. This is not a major shake-up. Despite the government's action plan, its 100-day plan, despite its major rollback and the, the coalition tensions, despite everything that happened at Waitangi with the backlash, despite all of that, public sentiment is roughly where it was on October 14. The public made its verdict, no one back then, and now it does seem to just be waiting patiently for everyone to, to follow through on their commitments. So, do you think that Christopher Luxon would be happy with that in the National Party? It hasn't been the best start to the year for Christopher Luxon. He's been undermined by both of his coalition partners at various points. New Zealand first, right from the get-go. In terms of Winston Peters' feud with the media, then more recently we've seen ACT and its Treaty Principles Bill. There is no big bump in popularity here, no surge in support, which you sometimes might see in an initial poll after an election. But equally, no mess of falling away. People are giving this coalition a chance. They're giving National a chance. And remember, it's only been four months since the election, so the real test is going to come in maybe one or two years' time, at which point voters will be asking, have their lives been materially improved? For now, I do think they understand it It takes time before there is, uh, we see the results of that action. As you say, Christopher Luxon has been navigating some pretty tricky waters, some big political scene-setting events like Waitangi. Um, Mm. At the same time, ACT has been pushing its treaty referendum. Its support has dropped. Only a small amount, to be fair. What does that tell us? The coalition parties, both of them actually, have been taking up a lot of the media space of late, largely in those areas where the government's been facing criticism. So yes, ACT and the Treaty Principles Bill, uh, New Zealand First and the smoke-free changes. Now, I would expect that neither party is all that concerned by either that coverage um, around those issues or the poll movement here. They will see um, these these opportunities um, as a chance to make their case, more column inches, more time on the radio, more time on the TV to, to speak to their supporters. Now, both have seen, as you point out, a small nudge down here. Um, nothing significant. We're still looking at a clear three-way coalition government, three, um, three parties, National Act in New Zealand first. No one in those parties is going to be panicking over a result like this. That naturally leads us to the opposition. So Labour Mm. up as a party, but does Chris Hipkins have a future as the leader? Isn't it interesting? That initial period of any new government is very difficult for the opposition. Labour's obviously being turfed out. It's old news and it is it is battling that threat of irrelevance. It has seen that very small tick up across the board. 
but those government benches are still a long, long way away. They're unlikely to be taking too much heart from that. It's that opposite story to the government parties. And more worrying for Chris Hipkins will be those preferred prime minister numbers. You point that out via a devastating drop for Chris Hipkins, dropping uh, uh, 10 points to just 15%. Now, I will point out Christopher Luxon hasn't shifted. He's stuck on 25%. I suspect he's not all that thrilled about that either, as a new Prime Minister often ticks up a little bit as they step into that role. But that problem is nothing compared to Chris Hipkins' problem. Again, just 15% of people want him to be Prime Minister again. Now, last week he was saying, oh, I wouldn't expect there to be much movement in the polls for, for at least the first year of this term. Obviously, some expectation management going on there, but he will be worried about his job security. When he looks at numbers like that, he will be feeling a little nervous. Fortunately for him, there is not a successor waiting in the wings, so to speak. There is not someone in Labour ready to roll him and, and take over. But if those polls stagnate, then it is only inevitable that those rumblings will get louder. Is the successor, uh, successor in the opposition stakes, Chloe Swarbrick, it is very difficult to move the needle in the preferred Prime Minister stakes, and she is on the board, right? But- she is indeed the likely new Greens co-leader, Chloe Swarbrick, coming in there at 4%, up 2 percentage points. I would watch that very closely to see whether that rise continues, particularly once she does take that helm as is expected. Now, the Greens have held where they are, um, and they will be very pleased with that. It's been a shocker start to the year for them with only bad headlines, really, a really turbulent time. What with the Goldberg's Garman scandal, and then, of course, James Shaw calling time on the leadership. So, with that in mind, standing still in terms of their result is a victory. It suggests that supporters, their supporters, are either uh, looking through this noise or perhaps that they're not paying much attention. Will they pay more attention once they have a new co-leader in place, once Chloe Swarbrick takes that position? That's what we're going to be keeping an eye on. Thanks for the analysis. That is Deputy Political Editor Craig McCulloch there. Uh, National still holding 38% of the party vote. Same as on election night. Act has dipped a little to 8% there.